to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. We are back with an exciting episode. I am Ambrosia Matthews or Ambie, and with me is the hostess with the mostest and a kick-ass, badass girl, Alexa Hauser. Oh, damn. Ow, ow. Kick-ass. Oh, oh. I just, that howl just came out of me with that that description. Thanks, girl. Right back at you. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm feeling pumped. I'm feeling excited. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm feeling pumped and excited too. Um, I'm just like getting really excited about the weather. I'm feeling the warm weather start to come on. I'm getting excited because it's about to be April. We're ending March and April is my birthday month and so many fun things happen in April. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm really excited just about – I don't know. It just – I, you know what I realized? Spring is just like once you get through the winter, spring is just a really exciting time where you're about – you're just like, oh my god, so many good things are about to happen, you know? Whereas Mm -hmm. like when you're going into winter, you're just kind of like, oh, like okay, there's Christmas and there's these things, but you're like dreading the, you know – the cold and all that. So I'm just excited, man. That's all. Me too. And you know what? I feel like if we all made it through the winter, like we're good. We're coming through the other side. We can do this. Exactly. We can do this. We can do this, guys. See the light of spring ahead. Um, I was in Hawaii and Jamaica this winter, actually. My winter wasn't bad at all. I'm just being a brat. I'm just trying to morally (laughs) support my friends that are in the snow. You should just uh, spend your winters in Jamaica from now on. Make it a tradition. I agree. (laughs) All right. Well, we actually have a very special guest with us today. But before we introduce this magical man, um, we are going to thank our magical Patreon patrons, Whitney Kanaka, Tiffany Polito, Thea Cintia Da Silva, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bone, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Nike, Mimi Abneter, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Nina Stadler, Kim Bartelt, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha, Jamie Witch, Jimmy McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carol, Charm City Foster Mom on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Ludieri, and Adonica Haskell. Woo! Whoop, whoop. That was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for supporting this show. We love you. And we had an amazing conversation with John last night. Most of these people, most of these Patreons are in our conversations with John, uh, private Facebook group. Um, and you know, that's something you get when you sign up as a Patreon. You can check out our Patreon page in our link in our show notes. But uh, yeah, we had a really awesome conversations with John the other night. Lots of really cool things are happening. And we'll have to talk about that on another episode, Ambie. But uh, 
for the time being, let's get into today's episode. So today we have someone very special with us. We have our very good dear friend, Michael Boyle. So besides being a bloomer himself, Michael is a tarot reader, Reiki practitioner, and astrologer. He's worked to hone his spiritual talents to be able to offer himself in service of humanity in different ways, and he is so excited to be here for the first time on the Inner Bloom podcast, giving an astrological forecast for this Aries season. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Honestly, it was so difficult not to laugh when you were doing the, <laughs> the, the chat at the start there. Oh, my God. Oh, you flatter us. <laughs> we're pretty funny. Thank you. Right? Right. All good. Yeah, yeah I really am so excited to, to be here to do uh, an astrological forecast, as you just said, for, for Aries season. Um, yeah, really, yeah. really excited. I, I feel like I should ask you how you're doing, but you already did that part of the show. So. <laughs> well, how are you doing? Because you just got back from like a long trip that you took. I did. Yeah, I was AWOL. I went I went up uh, to like the north of, I live in, in Uruguay, in South America. So I went up to the north of Argentina and up through Bolivia and stuff, just like into the Amazon jungle and wow. did like the death road, which we can talk about another time is the most like awesome tourist thing in, in the world or whatever, but no, amazing trip. I survived the death road. I survived the Amazon and that's it. Ready to talk about astrology. Awesome. awesome. That sounds incredible. Can we come with you next time? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really do think I'll go back. But anyway, Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, I just feel before we dive into astrology, which I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that whenever I think of you, what I think of is the first time it was like it was right after Ambie and I really started talking and she was like, I d- <laughs> okay, so Ambie told this story on the podcast, I think, where one of her friends was having like pain in her head or something. She just was uh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I have all this pain. And then Ambie was like, let me try something. And she like essentially put her hand like over this person and then she felt something happen. And then the friend was like, what did you just do? I feel completely fine. And then Ambie heard like you don't know in her head, like you don't know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what you're playing with. Is that what you heard, Ambie? It was, um, you're playing with energies you don't understand. Mm. You're playing with energies you don't understand. And she was like, I don't know what just happened. And then like a couple hours later, and she was like, oh, no, I feel so weird. And then a couple hours later, she's like, okay, I'm Michael's helping me. I'm like, who's Michael? She's like, he's, he's an <laughs> awesome guy from Positive Head, this Facebook group. And he's like an energy healer, a Reiki healer. And he told me that I just took on her karma and that all I have to do is do this and this and like all this. And I'm just like, what? Who is this person? This is awesome. This is like magic. This is really cool. Um, and uh, No big deal. I just took someone's karma. It's cool. But but Michael was (laughs) – Just another Tuesday. It's fine. But Michael was there to be like, it's okay. All you got to do is, you know – what did you have her do? Make sigils? Oh my gosh! Uh, tell her, tell her what I did. That was exciting. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so from what I remember, I remember because uh, I think I was on my way back from from work or whatever, and I was just like listening to I don't know, could have been could have been you guys, could have been I don't know anything, but and it was like message like Bing, and I was like, oh my god, Ambie's in trouble or whatever. Ambie's <laughs> so, <laughs> in trouble. I must help. <laughs> right? She fell down a well. No, that's the <laughs> help uh, me, Lassie. <laughs> So what I think, what I remember is I did, um, 
I did like a, a Reiki ceremony for like a kind of distance one for you. But also I remember I made a sigil and a, and a mantra as well. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And I had to say the mantra uh, many times. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Like I felt like we're doing like real life magic shit right now. Like yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> and did it, really it work? Is, yeah. It did work. Yeah. There Great. you go. Cool. Boom. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Well, oh, okay. Nice. That's story being the, told. The right. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump into some to some astrology. So, yes. so this is for for Aries season. Okay. So, I have a question. What what exactly is Aries season? So, obviously, all the planets are moving around the sun. Like they they never stop. So, um, there's the sun is you know when people say like oh I'm a you know I'm a Taurus I'm a Sagittarius whatever it might be, um, what they really mean is that's their sun sign. So when they were born, the sun was in that sign. So for example, if so the sun is, is in Aries between uh, March the 20th, well, more or less, depends exactly where you are in the world, but March 20th to April 20th. So if you're born between those dates, then probably your your sun was in Aries. So that's it. So, but of course the sun, so, sorry, whew, myself all tied up already. <laughs> so <laughs> I told you this would happen. Uh, so I just get so excited. So uh, essentially that, that, the fact that you were born with the sun in Aries is going to affect your entire life. It's going to be like a strong uh, influence on, on your personality, on events in your life and everything else. But also, for example, my son is in Capricorn. So I was born in, in late December. So the sun was in Capricorn. So when the sun is in Aries, like it is right now, like in, in real time, then that still has an effect on me, even though my sun, like in my natal chart is not in Aries. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Essentially, so just to summarize, Aries season is the time that uh, in real time that the sun is in is in the sign of Aries, which it is right now from March 20th to April 20th. So every year there's like an Aries season, which is right now. Got I should have just said that. Anyway, so, <laughs> so essentially what this means is that the, the influence of Aries uh, is going to be quite strong across the whole planet because, of course, the sun literally lights up the sky. You know, it's like a huge... It's, it's literally huge as well. You know, it's like a big, big influence on on our planet. So they're going to notice some things that kind of that will be more prevalent. Um, Aries is quite it's, it's quite masculine, actually, in its energy. Um, it's like the closest to, to like a straight line, I would say. It's like the most direct sign, definitely. Um, it can be quite impulsive. Uh, also, like really strongly motivated. And Aries being the god of war, um, I believe the Greek god of war, also can be related to things like being impatient or maybe aggressive or also, I don't know, even pugnacious. And I'm not saying that everything's going to turn into like the Royal Rumble, you know, <laughs> like the WWE. <laughs> um, but what I mean is that you might see people, uh, maybe if you're driving, you know, when tensions are high anyway, you might see more accidents. You might see more people you know, flipping each other off or, you know, just being more, more frustrated or, or aggressive. So that I would be the kind of that. You have I have seen literally that. seen way more people honking and put it like giving people the finger and shouting at people in the streets of Philadelphia than ever before, like the past week. So we I have felt more aggressive the past week. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just I, I just I want to be real was, honest. I thought that – I have too, but I, I was giving that credit to the full moon. Like I was feeling like my tension my tension was more high because of the full moon. I don't know. But maybe it's Aries season. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it could be both. Actually, the, we'll talk about the moon in a second, but the, there is like a strong, because it's a full moon, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But okay. I just wanted to say that um, about Aries, it's so there's all this stuff about it being, you know, people's tempers being shorter, et cetera, et cetera. But also the fact that it's it's really direct and um, and motivated and, you know, focused even, I think is makes it a really good time to to like start projects. You know, if there's something that you've been thinking about doing for a long time and, you know, you've been like, oh, you know, I'll do that eventually. Now would be a good time. You probably find it easier to get to get the ball rolling, um, and you'll probably notice people around you. You know, if you know people who talk about things, maybe you'll see more of them. Um, I was about to say get their balls rolling, but that's. <laughs> really <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, you'll <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, I think that it's it's a good time to get like a kind of extra boost because it's already there. You know, that influence is already affecting everyone on the planet. So. Uh, you might as well be mindful of it and and harness it, you know? Yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely how I feel. Very, like, let's go. Let's just go Mm -hmm. and do it. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. Also, um, with, I mean, I was going to say with with communication, it can come out as well. You know, like maybe if there's um, someone that you've been trying to tell something to and you've been trying to do it a roundabout way, now could be a good time to be more direct, you know, or you might find people being more direct with you, you know, and, uh, just, you know, be aware of that. You know, if if someone who's normally quite tactful just comes out and says something um, and it's, you know, it takes, you know, you get taken aback or whatever, then maybe just be aware that it's, it could just be Aries. Mm. The straight line. I need line. to hear that. A yeah, me, I need line. to tell you something. <laughs> oh, biscuits. <laughs> just kidding. I'm scared. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing, by the way, if you'd actually have someone to yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Using this opportunity right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's something to look out for. Look out for uh, people being aggressive on the road and, you know, just uh, get things started if, you, if you've been sitting on an idea for a while. So there's another thing. The, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. So the sun is one. The moon is another one. So you just mentioned the full moon. So... Uh, the full moon was, uh, as we're recording this, was yesterday, I believe, like officially. Obviously, it's not exactly 24 hours, but um, when the full moon uh, happened because the full moon happens because it's opposite the sun. In, in an astrological chart, it's opposite because you can see the whole thing. So it's like the sun is shining right on one side of the moon. And a new moon is when the moon is right next to the sun in you know if you're looking at it in terms of astrology right because then it's right next to the sun and there's nothing for it to reflect off if that makes sense yes, yes. kind of makes sense yes. so essentially when so when the full moon uh it was actually in libra there was a full moon in, in libra and it was a super moon and it was right on the equinox and everything and all this like cool cool stuff that was all coinciding um so first of all it being like the the equinox is obviously a celebration of like it's, you know, the beginning of life and it's like the end of winter. Um, I'm in the Southern Hemisphere, so unfortunately it's the end of summer. <laughs> but for you guys, um, it's like a real like hopeful time. Um, and all this like cool, like optimism and everything coming in. Um, so that was a good one. And the fact that it's a full moon as well, because um, the I, I work, I like to work with the moon quite a lot whenever I'm like working on, you know, some kind of magic or, uh, you know, if I'm trying to manifest something. Um, the full moon is obviously when the moon's at its like fullest strength. Um, I like to think of the phases of the moon as the same thing as like a breath, you know. So it's like it starts off as like a, a new moon when it, you know it's it's invisible, it's like empty, um, and then as like it fills up, it's like it's taking a, a deep breath in, and then when it gets to the full moon, it's you know like in some breathing meditations they always say um, like fill up your lungs. 
and then like focus on the kind of apex point, that moment when you're not breathing in or breathing out, like when you kind of make a change. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I look at that point as being like the full moon. And then as you exhale, like the, the moon starts to wane and it, you know, it, it turns into it heads towards the, the new moon where it's empty again. And then again, there's this point that we call the new moon where it's like empty, like your lungs would be and so on and so forth. And you know what those meditations that they always, um, not always, but quite often you'll you'll be asked to like imagine like breathing in like white light or something like that you know something cleansing or something like that and then when you breathe out like a black smoke that kind of thing so it's like when you breathe in you're inviting uh you know positive positive vibes i don't know like good good things when you're breathing in and then when you breathe out you release things that are maybe negative or or unwanted so when i work with the moon i kind of look at that the same way so if i'm looking to increase something I'll kind of work with, um, or if I'm doing something when the wound, when, when the wound, when the moon is waxing, that is like getting bigger. I'll focus on something that I'm trying to increase um, in, in my life, and then when the moon's waxing, that is like getting smaller. Then I'll work with, you know, trying to like release something or something like that. So obviously, like the the new moon, like on this like equinox point, and it being like a super moon, so like an extra large one, was like an awesome, awesome time to you know to to make a pledge or to like to try and manifest something because it, there was just so much power there in the in the moon i think i've gone off course but <laughs> did what i say make any sense yes <laughs> it did yes <laughs> absolutely i was just gonna well this isn't exactly related but i just wanted to share something that i learned when i was in um uh, Belize. I went on this like nature walk with one of the locals that lives there, and he had like a big machete and was like, he was, he was, he, it was actually a medicine walk. Like, he knows all about the uh, plants there and all about like the, the ones you can harvest for specific types of medicine. He was showing us mm-hmm. this tree, and he was like, he was like, you, we only harvest these when we, we only harvest anything, but we only harvest this. You need to wait until the full moon. And I was like, why? And why? And he was like, because everyone know, like, and everyone here does this. Like, you you know that when it's a full moon, the plants are completely sat. They swell up with water, like they are completely. Uh, they're at their highest, like potency, essentially. Like they're at their highest um, vitality. Like they have the most amount of of whatever they have inside of them in them. And that's when you harvest them. And if you harvest them, then they'll last way longer than if you would harvest them any other time. And I thought it was so interesting because he was like, yeah, of course, like this is how you do it. Like why would you do it any other way? Everyone knows this here. You know, so I thought it was – I just, I don't know why I felt called to share that. Sorry. No, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I don't know. Anyway. Just yeah, thinking no, about being full and empty, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And because like the moon rules the tides as well. So the moon has this like really strong connection to water and, you know, like the, in terms of metaphysics, you know, water being like emotions and things like that, you know, that's kind of what the moon's tied to as well. Um, but like real water, you know, like it affects, you know, so all these plants taking in all this water, you know, they're like, oh, good guys. It's the, it's the, the full moon, you know, time to like yeah. take a drink or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. I okay, get that. that. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I like that. That is cool. Um, isn't it cool how like all this stuff is like just known by nature, you know, and it just does it. 
all the time. And it's like yeah. I feel like we're coming back into this no understanding. That it's always been here, right? But now we're just starting mm-hmm. to piece it together and be like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Like we're starting to – you know, we always say it's everything's connected. But now we're literally seeing the ways that everything is connected and like piecing it together, you know, and it's all mm-hmm. feeling much more holistic, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So the, one other thing I want to say about the about the full moon is that so the the moon was full and it was a super moon and everything and it's opposite the sun. So like I said, all this stuff about um, Aries being like maybe aggressive or even I don't know like self self centered like masculine kind of thing. Um, the moon is you know so like the sun could be like the masculine side of things and then the moon could be like the feminine side of things. And the, even though they were they were opposite, which normally could be it's quite a uh, there's quite a lot of um, what I say like stress usually when it's like when they're opposite. But in this case, I think because the moon was so powerful because it was like a super moon and everything, and it was a full moon, and actually it was in the sign of Libra, which is so if Aries is the sign of like self, then Libra would be the sign of other. Yeah. So it it's kind of really cool that this like moon will have been like a really nice like peaceful point to connect with with you know the feminine side of things when there was all this like the sun and aries and things like that so it had this like really nice like kind of like uh tempering kind of balancing effect on on the aries sun at the time mm-hmm. which i thought was cool yeah. cool so moving on there's there's some super goss uh, at the other end so the moon goes all the way around it moves the fastest uh, out of any of the any of the anything in, in astrology, any of the planets. I know it's not really a planet, but astrology is old before they knew that. So it's, uh, it's a, a planet. I'm, so it I'm like, it's fast. not? <laughs> like now, it's not? <laughs> what is what is the moon then? How would you, It's a moon. Okay, it's a moon. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a luminary. The sun and, and the moon are called luminaries. That's the real term, but we just call them planets. Because uh, why not? So um, it moves around all the signs. So in Aries, uh, in Aries season from March 20th to April 20th, the sun, sorry, the moon is going to start in in Libra. And then at the end of it, it's going to go through all 12 signs and then go one over. So at the end of Aries season, it's going to be in Scorpio. Yeah. So it moves through everything, which means that um, it's totally normal that in this Aries season, there's going to be two full moons and one new moon, right? Because it's it's four weeks so that's about it's about right. So interestingly, the new moon is going to be on April fifth, and it's going to be absolutely, absolutely awesome. In particular, because so obviously it's going to be the new moon. So like I said before, it's right next to the sun. So it's going to be in Aries as well, which could be like, oh my god, we've got the masculine side in Aries and we've got the feminine side in Aries. Everyone's going to be like, you know, fisticuffs like on the street or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but actually, it's. It's even it's it's so cool. So we've got there's actually going to make um, uh, an an aspect pattern that we call a T square. Um, and what we'll do is actually I'll send a picture of like how the planets will be on the fifth of April, so that people can can visualize it. So I'll put that in the Inner Bloom podcast group. Which, by the way, any listeners who aren't in there, come and join us because it's great chat. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, thanks for the shout out. Yeah, right. Mike Michael posts funny things in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, uh, yeah, never mind. I've got, uh, I've got so much, so much internet stuff to share. Anyway, so this T square. So we've got essentially what it is is the sun and the moon are going to be conjunct, which means that they're going to be right next to each other. So they're going to be combining. So even though it's in Aries and this kind of like direct, um, impulsive, motivated thing, there will be like a great sense of balance there because the masculine, feminine side will be unified. So it'll be like a new moon. Um, there's also going to be a T square is quite a 
like on the face of it, it's quite a stressful aspect pattern. You'll see, I guess, if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about, then check the, the group because I'll be in there. There's, um, there's a square that's going from the sun and the moon, and it's going off to what's called the, the true node of the moon, which actually is related to your life path in the uh, in your chart. So where your node is usually is, is saying something about the general direction that you'll be heading in in your life. So in association with that, with this um, combined uh, sun and moon, there's another square that goes off the other side to uh, both Saturn and Pluto, which also are conjunct. So Saturn and Pluto are, are together. And what that really means is these guys, Saturn and Pluto, for me, are the biggest troublemakers on the, in, the whole, in the whole chart, right? So Saturn is kind of this like restrictive, um, like kind of really strongly adult influence that likes to put boundaries on things, you know? Um, I kind of like jokingly say it's kind of like the, the you know, it's your dad that is like, wash your hands before you sit at the table, you know? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what Saturn's all about. So normally it can be things with boundaries or feeling limited. And it's right next to Pluto here, which is the planet that's about things that are dark and, you know, things like death and also like sex, but also like transformation, if you want to look at it that way. So you've got these two troublemakers together, which have like, they're, they're right together. And then you've got the sun and the moon together and they have this um, stressful square between them. But because it's also got a square off to the, um, to like the, the node, which is to do with your life path then it means that <laughs> this is absolute Greek. I know like it's really weird just talking about it without looking at the chart. But you've got um, the node is also opposite the couple of troublemakers, the Pluto and Saturn, right? So this all together makes like a big red triangle, which is called a T-square, right? So essentially what this can really be is it can be like a lot of stress because um, it's going to be one moment where all this, or one day really, where all this stuff is happening. And you've got these like two troublemakers with the two like core nature things and a life path all mixed in together. So I always think it's really, really good when you have some difficulties or some challenges, you know, because that's the whole point of coming to this planet. You no, know, it's like the, the whole point that we're all still here is because we still have so much to learn. Um, and I, I really feel that something like this, it's a really good opportunity for, for reflection when you've got this this T-square, um, it's a really good time to to kind of look at your, to draw attention to your inner needs, we can say, for example. So it's it's a really good time to look at your, and again, because the the, the apex or the, the direction that this T-square triangle is, I don't know why it's called T-square, actually, it should be called a T-triangle or something. But anyway, the direction that it's pointing is to our sun and our moon, which is like our, our inner our inner nature. Yeah. So it's like all pointed towards that. And you've got these like two, two most challenging planets in the whole thing. And you've got your life path all kind of, you know, calling things into question, you know, which I think is a really good opportunity um, for, for all of us, you know, so you might, you might find that the 5th of April could be, uh, you could, you know, things could be like a really difficult day, or maybe you won't really notice anything, you know, but the point is that the opportunity is there, like these planets are all sending this, um, this big question mark. To, to all of us, you know, and it's only for one day, you know, you know, I'm sure if you, if you're, I don't, I don't want to scare anybody, you know, like, I think if you wanted to pass the day in bed watching Netflix, I think you'll probably survive, you know, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a really good time, a really good opportunity for, for us all to, to look at 
to, to look at our lives, you know. And even one more thing about this, that because the sun and the moon will be in Aries there um, on the 5th of April for the new moon, they'll be in Aries, both of them. And the true troublemakers will be in Capricorn, which is like the most adult, kind of boring, methodical planet of them all. Um, so you've got that going on. Like, so it's like being being like responsible and being, uh, you know, being methodical and like really thinking about things and, uh, you know, being deliberate about whatever it is you want, you're trying to, you're trying to change. And then also the life path thing is in cancer, which is the most maternal of, of all the signs. So you've got this, like this, like head and heart all like pointing towards like Aries, which is like about being direct. So another way you could look at it is like, take this opportunity. All this stuff is being pointed towards Aries to be like motivated and even impulsive. You know, you've got one day, you know, to, you, you could really make, make like a, a big difference, I think, in your in your life. So I said loads of stuff there. Did, did any of it make sense? Yes. yes. Yeah. It, but it reminds me of why like I did, why I sometimes I am like I I am like I don't I don't like astrology sometimes because I'm like oh I don't want to go through that bad day I don't want to have that bad day <laughs> but 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 you know like we there's all but you know just putting in perspective like there's all kinds of days that we all go through and I feel like what you're ultimately saying is it's and I like this it's it's an opportunity it's a challenge that we can see as an opportunity for transformation and for like mm-hmm. leveling up and being and facing things head on versus you know uh you know go, uh sidestepping things or you know beating around the bush right we have the opportunity to step through the door instead of mm-hmm. doing what we always do is that right absolutely a hundred percent yeah it's it's like you're given this this opportunity for one day to like really like uh, call things into question and make like a big shift, you know, and, uh, you know, you don't have to, I'm sure that there are, you can do, like I say, just watch Netflix all day and I'm sure like nothing will happen, but <laughs> there is that opportunity if you want to grab it or, or not to, to like really shake things up and, and, you know, in, in a good way, it definitely could be in a good way. Awesome. In a positive way. <laughs> and also cause it's a new moon, uh, that's, it would be a really good time to, like I said, um, to like work with, uh, with the idea that the moon over the next two weeks after the new moon is going to be growing. So if you have any intentions to make any big, big changes, like that makes it an extra special opportunity to really sit down and do some kind of ceremony um, with with the new moon and work with that energy and intend that as the moon grows, uh, this is what I like to do, as, intend that as the moon grows, so will, you know, whatever it is you're working on. So, and then when you're walking around and, you know, if, if you're lucky enough to be somewhere that you can see the moon at night, then every day that you see the moon, you see it a little bit bigger. And then you say like, oh, and, you know, as that's getting bigger, my my intention mm. is also growing, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I like, I like that. that. Yeah, that's a new way to put it. I like that a lot. Yeah, the, the moon is awesome, man. I love the moon. The moon is awesome. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then after that, that's, that's the new moon. And there's one more full moon right at the end of Aries season on the 19th of April. There'll be a full moon in Scorpio, um, which is slightly less less of a bombastic uh, moon event, but nonetheless, a full moon. So, yeah, I definitely think it's a good idea to pin some intentions with the new moon uh, and watch them grow. And, you know, likewise with the full moon, uh, pin some intentions if you're trying to release something, you know, pin some intentions to the moon. And as the moon dim- diminishes and, and breathes out, um, then you know you can you can release things along with it. Awesome. Cool. So 
Right. So, okay, two more things I, I want to talk about this this airy season. So right now, the Mercury is still in the ever more famous Mercury retrograde right now. So, so how? I've heard that you, a lot. I don't know what it means, but I've heard it a lot. Yeah, and apparently, think, it's like the reason that everybody's. It's it feels reason. like a. It feels like a bad thing. It's the, I don't know what it's it is. It's the scapegoat for everyone's problems. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. <laughs> right? 100%. You know, maybe, you know, you've got two until the the 29th or the 30th of March, it's still in retrograde. So you've got like an, another week or so to blame your problems, not only on <laughs> retrograde, but also on Aries, uh, Sun and Aries. So you can say, sorry, I was, you know, I like said that to you, you know, it's Aries, Sun and Mercury retrograde. You know what you're going to do? <laughs> I'm going to use that. No one's going to yeah. know what it means, but. There you go. Be like, oh, Aries wow, yeah. sun is the new Mercury retrograde. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. So basically, uh, you're you're right, Ambie. That a lot of people say, like, you know, it's becoming more and more popular. More people are like starting to panic, you know, because Mercury rules and. Um, a lot of things it rules like converse you know little kind of smaller conversations you know small talk and, and you know chit chat stuff like that but also it's like um you know uh, technology you know computers and phones and stuff like that and also like commutes to work oh my god i just realized that's another tie-in with possible road rage but oh my god actually i've changed the thing everyone stay inside now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it can be all those things. So retrograde is basically, it's an optical illusion where from our perspective on Earth, it looks like Mercury is moving backwards. But of course, it's really not. It's just, you know, the way that this like strange, strange universe is that things sometimes are not what they seem. Uh, so essentially, when Mercury is in retrograde, all these things start to go a little bit topsy-turvy, like a little bit, a little bit haywire. Um, so, you know, your phone, like, you know, doesn't work or whatever, you know, you try to you know, your car like won't start for some weird reason the next day, it's fine, you know, and stuff like that is kind of, you know, stuff that um, you could kind of expect to happen in, in Mercury retrograde. But for me, I think that there's a far more profound, um, and I think you guys actually mentioned this on on an episode of, of Inner Bloom as well one time, because um, Alexa, you asked me about Mercury retrograde. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yes, I do. So, we talked about it, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And essentially for me, it's like a far more a far more profound thing than, you know, your phone not working. I think that it's a really good opportunity for you to, because if it's going retrograde, it moves back in the chart and, and then it, it kind of, it goes over again. Um, so let's say that it's at uh, 20 degrees. Uh, I actually didn't have the exact degrees written down here, but let's say if it's at 20 degrees of a sign, then in, in retrograde, it'll go back to zero and then it will continue. So it's like it redoes like the same the same territory, you know. So as you're going back, it's like a really good time to reflect on, you know, stuff and think about how you how you communicate with with people. It can also be like a time where uh, unfinished business kind of gets thrown up, you know. Um, also with with Venus as well because Venus is about um, uh, what you call it, uh, relationships. So sometimes when when that's in retrograde, you get, you know, exes texting you, et cetera, et cetera. But that can also happen with Mercury retrograde, especially if there's something that you you didn't get a chance to say or, you know, you're still thinking about them or, you know, there's there's some kind of door to, to be closed. You know, I really think that Mercury retrograde is like it's almost like a, 
a chance that the, the universe is like, oh, that's cool. So you're doing yoga and, you know, you just eat plants and everything and you think you've got everything all sorted out and you know, everything's cool. Well, let's try this, you know, yeah. and then it looks like a switch and then you find out just how well you've got your shit together, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So it's definitely it's it's a really good time to 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 call in to, to call into question. You know, if you do have uh, any unfinished business, if you have anything, um, you know, that you didn't say or you know or whatever, you know, now would be a good time to do it. You know, because that's what's going on. That's the the impact or the influence that, that this this um, this event in the skies is having on us. You know, it's it's call it's giving us an opportunity to <clears throat> to revisit things and you know and to to try them again. You know. Definitely. Yeah. I saw something recently. It was I posted it on my my social media. It was like Mercury retrograde and then it was like re like R E dash and then it was like a whole list of like review, like re uh visit, like re process, re uh like just a million like re 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 rewords and it all made a lot more sense of like okay, it's like you're you're Essentially, you're going back and looking at things more closely. You're taking another perspective. You know, like that's what I got when yeah. you were saying like the universe is like, oh, you think you got it? Okay, well, let's look at it from this perspective. You still got it? You know, mm-hmm. is it still okay? Um, so, yeah, I like that. I dig that. Abs- absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like the um, – there is like a card in the tarot, which is the the hanged man. And it's like someone who's been uh, – is hanging from his feet and everything. And I don't know, very rarely – uh, the guy looks in any kind of distress, you know, it's all, it's like, he's put himself upside down deliberately, you know, because he's like, Oh, I kind of want to see what things look like this way. You know, did you ever, when you were a child, did you ever imagine like, Hey, imagine if gravity was backwards and we had to yes. like walk on the ceiling. Did you ever do that? I always hung upside down and would imagine, or just like put myself upside down on the couch and then looked at everything from the other way. And yeah, I love doing that. I still do that sometimes. Yeah. I do that sometimes <laughs> now. <laughs> Great, you know. Great, That's why great, we're friends because we're both. <laughs> well, sometimes it trips me out because when I do that, and let's say I'm outside, and so I'm looking upside down, pretending. Well, no, you know what I like to do instead. I actually I look at the sky, which then looks like the floor, and I like to, and then it mm. really actually gives. If you think about it, it's actually the right perspective because we're all stuck like magnets onto this planet. But the sky that we're looking at is actually this like abyss that's outside the planet that if we were to lose gravity, we would fall off the planet into that abyss, right? So it's like Mm. when we are – so I like to look upside down and then look at the sky and realize like I technically should be falling into that right now. Like technically, like like that's that's a big vast space that I just – I'm like, oh, that's a sky. But really it's this thing that like if there was no gravity, I'd be falling through that right now. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Mm. That, in fact, you know, that's a really good way of, of putting it because it's almost like, um, you know, with a Mercury retrograde, it's like the, the universe is calling into question, like your accepted reality, you know, it's like, mm. you know, cause I mean, sure. Like we think, okay, the sky's up, but actually there's no such thing as up or down or <laughs> doesn't yeah. really exist, you know, in the, the universe, you know? And I feel like you just illustrated that when you were saying, well, for me, I'm in the Southern Hemisphere, so right now it's summer. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that's why you were just in the jungle and like on your trip or whatever because it's your summer. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that you can be down there and for you mm-hmm. it's the summer and for we're up here and for us it's a totally different time of life. And so even in that example, there is no up or down or right or wrong or normal, right? It's We're all experiencing 
you know, different things. Sure. I mean, the Europeans just decided that North was at the top of the map, you know, that it's yeah. just yeah. completely, it could have been on the right, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. Okay. So there's one more thing I want to talk about as well, which is uh, that in in uh, in the sky, in the sky, we've got Mars. Uh, the planet Mars is going to have a square to the planet of Venus. So again, I'll I'll take a picture and I'll post it in the group, so you, you know we can point it out, so it's a bit easier to to see what's going on. So this is particularly interesting because Mars is the planet that rules the sign of Aries. So of course the sun's in Aries doing its thing um, and affecting us with all this um, this you know Ariesness, Ariesness. I don't know Ariesness, and the, the 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 ruling planet of Aries is also doing its thing. And like we were talking about. Um, with Aries being maybe a little bit impatient and so on. So Mars uh, with a square, which is like, a, um, as you'll see it on the picture, it's a red line. So it's kind of like a, a challenging aspect, you know, it can be quite quite frustrating for it. So when you've got this, anything with a square with, with Mars can be quite, you know, a kind of thing about pent up anger or frustrations and, and things like that. So it's a square, interestingly enough, between um, Mars and Venus. So Venus, like I just said a minute ago, is the planet that relates to um, relationships. You know how you relate to other people, friends, family could, could be anybody. So there's there's a couple of things here that this could come into. So it could you could find yourself again. You know the same thing with the Sun and Aries about when you're driving around people. You know getting under your skin just by driving you know because you know the red the light turns red and you know you feel like the world's against you you know that kind of thing could be could be that kind of thing so again like what watch out for for things like that could maybe be um you you know it, it kind of strongly related to to your sex life as well because um mars of course like venus is about relationships and mars is also just related to to sexuality because you know, when they when they came up with this, they decided that sexuality was just like a you know a man's thing. So that's why it's like there's you know a masculine symbol that's Mars. But so there's definitely a good thing here that this can be um, this kind of stress or uh, strain or I'm trying to think of a word that doesn't sound so negative, but um, no, I can't think of one. So stress or strain <laughs> that's coming onto onto Mars could um you could see like you know an increase in your in, in your sex drive you know which i think is something that pretty much everybody is going to consider a good thing um however there's something here about you should be aware of um a tendency to want being like impatient with it you know what i mean especially if you're if you're single you know um and so be aware of like lowering your standards you know just you know just so you can you know have sex or whatever do you know what i mean um lower your you know does that make sense like to kind of yeah. lower your yeah, something like that, or um, and even like competition, you know, because there is that that kind of thing as well. So it's even if you're in a relationship, you know, sex isn't like a competition. You know, it's not like, um, you know, it's that there's something to be to be won or whatever. You know, it's not. You know, it, it is all about that. You know, it's like I'm gonna like I was gonna say beat you, but you know, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't stop with the innuendos today. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, it's like. You know, it's not something that you're trying to like prove to anyone or whatever, you know, it's like, so just like be aware of that kind of impulse, you know, and of course there's this kind of tension is going to be there, you know, regardless of how you want to resolve it. But as with anything in astrology, we do have the a choice in how we can resolve all these, these strains and everything. So 
there's a lot of things you can do. The most obvious one is going to be um, exercise, you know, and I think that that's, that I've seen that in like a lot of like rom-coms and stuff, you know, where someone's like, oh, you know, I haven't had sex in so long. And then they join the gym, you know, and they become like a superhuman or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens. So exercise and also sport as well, you know, the kind of competition expert with that or, you know, like uh, masturbation as well could be a good a good release, um, which is actually quite funny because this entire episode is essentially a whole lot of astrological mental masturbation for me. So, mental masturbation that's a first that I've right. heard. So, <laughs> um, okay, so there is actually some other thing that is very interesting with this thing here in that we've got so Mars is square Venus, um, until when have I got that? It goes, it comes out until the 31st of March. So it's going to be just the, the start of this early season. But also that there is another one in that um, Mars also has a tr- uh, sextile, sorry, which is a blue line. You'll see that a blue line that goes from Mars to Pluto, right? So remember I said that Pluto is like a kind of troublemaker, but in this case, it's a blue line, which means we're focusing more on the kind of lighter or helpful aspects of Pluto, which would be transformation, which is going to make it, a lot easier for all of us to to channel this like frustration that we might be feeling from the from the Mars Venus square into something more more productive. You know, it could be sport, exercise, even just another way to express yourself. You know, it could be that if you're feeling really angry about something, go and paint it. You know, go and paint it out, or you know, write a story, or you know, whatever it is that you like to do. Um, to express yourself, maybe just like have a chat with someone. Maybe that's a good one. You know, if you're really frustrated with someone, um, the and also because of Mercury retrograde and also with the the Sun in Aries, um, if you're like really frustrated with someone, definitely try and find a way to like talk to them about it. You know, and kind of diffuse the tension that way instead of doing anything. You know, a kind of physical altercation or whatever it might be. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I like painting it out. I felt I or painting it out or writing or writing it out. I think I need to. I personally need to be more expressive in that way. So that's cool. Cool. Well, I mean, you guys also have this podcast, you know, which is, and I think it's really great that you guys are so open with stuff. You know, like there's sometimes you guys have spoken about proper like family issues and stuff, you know, and you're just like putting it, you know, out there for everybody to listen to. But I think it's really, really awesome. That must be such like a a, a great you know relief, you know, a release for you guys. Mm-hmm. Some- yeah. <laughs> is it Ambi? Yeah. It is no, it is. I just I haven't really I guess I haven't really looked at it like that, like a like an outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice work. I haven't either, but I feel like that is definitely what we're doing because like afterwards I like for it's almost like it's almost like channeling, right? You do it and then you just kind of forget about it, you know, like then yep. it like leaves your mind. And then mm. people are talking to you about the podcast. And, like, I remember, like, right when we record, but when people are talking about episodes from before, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just left that all there, you know? So I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because it's, it's kind of like a diary. You no, know, it's like, you know, you write it down and then you, you store it away and you never read it again, you know, because yeah. you just wrote it just to get it out. And that is mm-hmm. also, I've thought about too, that is also the reason why, because 
we started this podcast saying we're going to do two episodes a week. And then we quickly moved that to three. And then as soon as we moved it to three, I was like, oh, shit. Because, like, it just takes a lot more time. And mm-hmm. I've, I've had the thought a couple of times. I've been like, well, maybe we should move it back to two. And then I was like, no, we can't. Because, like, so much happens with us and with, like, what's going on. That, like, Or even if we try to do one episode a week, it would be way just – too much stuff happens I feel like am Mm. I wrong like and I feel so I when you're saying it's like a diary I feel like it is a diary and like Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss anything (laughs) yeah I agree with that yeah yep 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 Mm. yes cool so um well I don't know did did, did everything I say make sense you guys got any any questions anything you want me to to clarify or anything else about this airy season no I guess it seems like um well I guess are you, well, no. I mean, I guess what it, you're saying is everything is moving much more. The energy of this next month is about directness mm-hmm. and facing things head on and opportunities mm-hmm. for major shifts. Yeah, definitely. And the, the opportunity is in particular at the new moon, which is on April the 5th. Um, we've got this this new moon, which obviously is, is in Aries because it's a new moon. Like I said, it's right next to the sun. So we've got this all this like tension that we're going on in the in the in the stars that day. But the way that it's structured, in particular with the all the different parts of this of this T square and which sign they're in in the chart, it is like a huge um, opportunity for for reflection and yeah and just and like you said again like the the whole thing about being direct and like being impulsive and motivated i think it's a really that day in particular because also because of the new moon a really good day to to really like get something going you know um and and transform all this stuff into something that's really productive i like it i like it i feel like i feel more prepared (laughs) <laughs> I feel more prepared for the month ahead to use this uh, energy wisely. How about you, Ambi? I feel like, hmm, yeah, I feel like uh, watching out for traffic. So definitely more prepared <laughs> in that aspect. I, I was teasing. But, um, yeah, I always like to know um, – different astrological projections because I think it's really interesting. And then I also look for different things. Um, you know, I also like to blame different things on Mercury retrograde and so forth. <laughs> you like to know 100%. what the scapegoat is. Yes. I like to know what the scapegoat is so I can be current on my scapegoats. <laughs> Up to date. Right now. Up to date. Yes. <laughs> Up to date goats? No, that was too up to far. date uh, goats. <laughs> I like it. I like but, it. No, but I really do like what you're saying. Keep going, and I like listening right. to you talk, so it's okay. <laughs> it's all is well. I, honestly, you guys, you need to do an impre- like uh, have a go at my accent one of these days because I really <laughs> want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. It's gonna be so terrible. But yeah, actually, I'm embarrassed just to think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, just to think about it, I'm blushing. I did a. I did a. I tried to do an Irish accent the other day with my partner. Partner and it was because he's so good at Irish accents and it was uh, was mm-hmm. absolutely devastating. So I'm just and I feel like your accent almost has a bit of an Irish accent. Am I wrong? Like, doesn't it kind of sound Irish a little bit? Like, there's or like Scottish? I think it sounds Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty pretty uh, neutral, my accent. And actually, people in, in Glasgow, where I'm from, by the way, if there's any other Scottish people listening to this podcast, say hello, because that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. the, when I go to Glasgow, people ask me, like, what part of Ireland I'm from, which I'm just like, uh, this part. <laughs> oh, wait, that's why you sound like Mrs. Doubtfire, because Mrs. Doubtfire was from Scot- was Scottish. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together at all when I said that earlier. Before we start recording, I told Michael, I was like, I mean this in the highest compliment, but you have the tone and the, the voice of Mrs. Doubtfire in the best way. Well, do you know what, actually, you, you're not, not, not realizing that until just now. You could totally blame that on good old Mercury retrograde. Yes. So don't worry, you get a free pass. Mercury retrograde's fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I have to do. No, I, I just really wanted to say if there's anyone, uh, any listeners or whatever who notice anything, you know, for example, anyone being more like, you know, aggressive than normal or being more direct or impulsive or whatever, uh, or the Mercury retrograde thing, people being misunderstood or, you know, calling things into question or things, you know, seeing things a different perspective or whatever it might be, definitely, you know, give us some chat in the in the Facebook group because, you know, there's there's like an endless amount of information that you can learn about astrology. You know, if you ask me in 50 years, I'll, I'll not be finished. It's a deep rabbit hole. I love it that. Really is, yeah. I love that. Yeah, definitely it's, let's talk about it in the Inner Bloomers private Facebook group. Um, I'd love to hear all of your experiences and I'm sure Michael will be in there, um, you know, talking yeah. about it and chatting about it, maybe answering some questions or something. I don't know. Who knows? Absolutely. Who knows? That's exciting. I um, like it. So Michael will actually be doing this once a month, which is super exciting. And this was the first month. but And then next month, what, will be in Taurus season? Absolutely. Oh, and you know that because you're a Taurus I'm son. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. the bull. Um, so I'm excited to hear about that for sure. But it seems like it's going to be a very active um, – highly energized month so i'm excited and i'm ready to make some stuff happen um michael this was awesome thank you so much for coming on and sharing your your wisdom and your passion and your excitement we love you and is there there anything else you feel called to share before we wrap this baby up <laughs> so I, I thought that was really funny. Mercury retrograde, you know. Uh, anyway, so uh, no, like this has been so so cool. I'm really really excited and grateful um, to be here with you two talking about this stuff. And yeah, can't wait to to do more of it. You know, uh, anyone has any astrological things, whatever, then you can find me in the group. Like, yeah, send me a message. Let's let's talk talk about the stars. Let's mm, talk about the okay, stars. Wait. Oh, yeah. Cute. Wait, I wanna I wanna try your accent. I can do this. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Everybody get ready. Okay. What's something easy to say? Hold on. Uh, just... Oh yeah. Well, I could say that, but what else? Uh, <laughs> you can say uh, uh, we say uh well you're gonna have to say something about me. So on. hi, I'm Michael. Or how about this? Um inner I don't know, something about the inner bloom podcast. Inner. Say, say, do I... Okay. Wait, say inner bloom podcast again. Uh, inner bloom podcast. Oh Jesus. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it... <laughs> so much pressure. Inner Bloom podcast. I didn't say it right. I didn't say it right. I didn't say it. It wasn't wait, good. Wait, let me try it. Say it again, Michael. Okay, Inner Bloom podcast. Inner Bloom podcast. No. <laughs> wait, say it again. <laughs> and I'll say it again. Inner Bloom podcast. Inner Bloom podcast. See, what you need to know in order to replicate someone's accent is the way they say the vowels, right? Because you say, say right. podcast again. 
Pod, so it's like paw and then pod, cast. Podcast. Podcast. Okay, that's pretty podcast. good. Podcast. Hey. You've nailed it. Podcast. Enerblue. Ener I did it. <laughs> okay, now you try our accent. Go ahead. Yeah, can you do uh, an American accent? Okay, so hang on. But before I start, because for me, both you guys have like a really similar accent. Wait, is that yeah. is, is that accurate? Do you yes. guys think yes. that? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. We do. Yeah. Well, it's easier for me because there's lots of television that comes from America. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, thanks. Yeah, You're really good, good at accents. That's yeah, impressive. Good. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's still listening at this point, but <laughs> very good. You out accented us. We'll work on uh, yours for next time. Yeah. Maybe next month. Maybe that's wait. what. We're going to use the Aries energy to get our accent down for next month. New moon. You were there at the new moon asking the moon to help you like with your Scottish accent. Amazing. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Every day the moon is getting bigger. My Scottish accent is getting better. Right. That'll work. If that's what you ask for, I'm sure you'll get it. That will do, pig. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. See? It's happening. Oh, I love that. That was my favorite. Okay. <laughs> uh, Amazing. All right, guys. Well, uh, Bloomers listening, we love you so, so, so much. And uh, Michael, thank you for being here. Ambie, thank you for being here. Thank myself for being here. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and we love you all. Have a beautiful day. Keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.